get ready for Unriveted Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Feist and Rob McLeod. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Unriveted, the original Dakota Customs podcast. I'm your host, Travis Feist, and with me, as always, is Rob McLeod. Good morning, Unriveted fans. Good morning. So today, we're going to talk... Um, we're going to bring up some um, motorcycle safety, and we have Lonnie Birch with us from the Abate of North Dakota. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for uh, taking some time out and coming and talking to us and some of our fellow listeners. My pleasure. So we talked last year. We had you on our podcast, and we brought yeah. up motorcycle safety, and I know it's I think we're behind the season. We should almost be out riding by now, but unfortunately, no, we were snow blowing yesterday. Yeah. I've seen some people out though. Yeah. I think it's a little early though. Uh, I agree. I, uh, you know, even the bike show was last year or last weekend, right. uh, the 42nd, I believe is what it was, the Freedom Riders bike show. Right. And even then it was, I, I seen some bikes out and I'm like, yeah. you know, I, too soon. Yeah. It's, too soon. You know, they were, what was it, like 30 degrees or 35 degrees or something, so. There's a little they, bit of wind, too. Yeah, the yeah. wind is cold. And, you know, and it's, you have your diehards, but. Right. I, uh. I don't know. Took a bike out to charge the battery before we loaded it up, and I literally took it a quarter mile down the strip, and I was freezing. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it, I, it, why? Yeah. Like, it, well, we saw it, that one guy riding, <laughs> it's like, so you're going to. <laughs> go through the hassle of taking your bike out, get it full of salt just to freeze freeze well, your tail off. Like, I don't understand. Uh, people, well, he, people forget about the windshield factor when you're out on oh, a bike, man. It's yeah. crazy. Even if you have a fairing or a windshield, it'll still yeah. get you. Yeah, and how quick that temperature drops. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he looked like that kid from the Christmas story, though. I mean, he was bundled up pretty thick. <laughs> <laughs> and still, you know, through all that work, just to, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. still you look and you're like, mm, yeah. no. And, you know, the early riders, you know, are they checking their bikes over? Are they checking those tire pressures, you know, keep themselves safe? Because riding on low pressure is just yeah. going to hurt you. Yeah. It's like the the road services are already yeah. sketchy. So it's like make sure that your bike is at least um, ready for some bad services. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the roads are so right now full of sand and water yeah. and ice and yeah. snow and yeah. Uh, it's sh- still a little early. The shady side of the streets are can be icy, and people don't realize. Oh that, yeah, you know? yeah. certain times of day. Yeah. yeah, and not only that too, but it's when your pavement's cold and your tires cold and right. hard. It, it's right. another option to you know have your back tire right. come up from behind you, and right. it's you don't expect it. But I know I get it. I respect it. I, everybody's got the fever. I I'm itching too, but you got to be safe and. I think on that note, it's good to have Lonnie here. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here and maybe get some people enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. I think so with uh, going back to road conditions, I think if we're going to order up some some 19 and 21 inch tires because I know people are going to just be smoking those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I think uh, it probably wouldn't hurt to get some on order. I think people are going to be. Itching to get out sooner or later. More this year than any other year. Yeah. So in that aspect, you know, again, Lonnie, why don't you uh, explain a little bit what you do and what Abate's about 
for the people that probably didn't watch our first podcast sure. that we had. Abate of North Dakota. Uh, Abate stands for American Bikers Aiming Towards Education. Uh, we've been around in North Dakota since 1975, and we work towards motorcycles rights and motorcycles education. Um, we have about, you know, 1,500 members in the state, and uh, we are just looking to uh, get positive aspects out there about motorcyclists. Besides teaching the motorcycle education, we're the sole provider of the North Dakota Motorcycle um, Training Course, and it's going really well. I mean, it's early in the season, obviously, and we have people signing up. I've got phone calls all the time. Uh, yesterday, uh, it was storming in Fargo, and I had three phone calls. I said, and all I said was, you know, look out look out the door. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, you want to ride today? Yeah. <laughs> but people are people want to get on a ride, just like we talked about. It's it's early in the year, and we'll get training as soon as possible. We're looking at uh, May 15th at most of the state uh, to start our training session. So have you started accepting applications in? We have. We've already been, uh, we started registration on the 21st of March, and we've already had 275 people signed up already for classes. Uh, and that, that just encapsulates uh, May is all that is, is right. just May. So. Well, I know they were saying on the news the other day that I think we're, what, 171 days into winter. Yeah. And that's long. I yeah. mean, this is, I, you know, when you go back in some of your memories and not to change the subject, but when you go back and start looking, I mean, by now, like people are already fishing, they're right. riding their bikes already, right. wearing sweatshirts like right. this. This yeah. is kind of out of, you know, at the abnormal that we're still shoveling at this time of the year. Yeah, I don't want to be. That's for no, sure. I'm I don't so, think anybody does. No, so I'm so over yeah. it. But uh, yeah, so abate. Um, you've already started taking um registration. Right. Is that just for your basics then, or you're still doing your? Because you have you offer different classes. Well, is that correct? We, do, we offer uh, the basic class and then an advanced class, and I've already got one set up uh, a weekend set up in Bismarck here for May 11th. It's a, or I'm sorry, June 11th. Uh, it's uh, the Sunday after our Minokin Fest that mm. we held, and it's here in Bismarck. Uh, normally, we'll probably put through 24 people through that that, that class. It's two class, or it's a class of four hours long. We'll hold two classes on that Sunday. Uh, it's a good time. You ride your own bike, and uh, we we uh, demonstrate on our bike, and uh, we all enjoy it. I mean, all the mm. instructors enjoy teaching that one plus. Uh, the riders all learn something from that. It doesn't matter how long you've been riding. Uh, you pick up bad habits over the years, and we work towards fixing those bad habits. So, you know, the applying the brake with one finger or something like that, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of see your course as like I do, like an avalanche safety course. It's just always good to have the the proper technique always current in your mind, um, you know, someone who may have taken a course three or four years ago, you know, some of that information, that um, crucial information has probably been forgotten or, you know, they didn't kind of incorporate it into the way they ride. So, you know, I feel like, you know, it being kind of uh, repetitively just being um, exposed to them would be in the end, make them a better rider. So I, feel like someone should maybe take this course every three, four years. You know, i got people that take it every year. The, yeah. The Harley owners group, local Harley owners group in town here, 
I get a group of guys together every year and I put on two classes for those guys, which is an awesome idea. You know, uh, we're all getting older. Our reaction time's a little slower. We're not as strong as we used to be. Um, Bikes are more powerful. Way more power and even heavier bigger. too. In a lot of yeah, cases, bigger. You know, uh, these guys get on and, and they, they are surprised at what they suddenly learn again. Uh, you can never have enough education yeah. and we're always changing it up a little bit. So there's something new for them every time they show up. Mm-hmm. So and it, it's good for everybody. Making mm-hmm. sure that these guys are confident on their bikes will go a long ways. I think if you're a confident rider that, um, goes a long ways with, you know, being able to react and, or see things coming. So when you're, when you're confident gripping them bars, that's, that goes a long ways. Yeah, absolutely. You hey. know, it's the parking lot techniques that get a lot of people in trouble. You know, if you're crashing out on the highway, it's usually a curve or a corner at high speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, something gets in your way or you just plain screw up. And we work on that. Uh, but also U-turns, that kind of thing. We end up with more twisted ankles out in parking lots. Oh, yeah. uh, people don't know how to make a U-turn. And we work on that quite a bit. Your quick stopping techniques, swerving around potholes, mm-hmm. especially important Here, this time of the yeah, year. Yeah, right. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of, a lot of things we work on that we feel are important and keep people safer. And every year I get people that come back and say, you know what, you saved my life from that class. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what keeps me coming oh, back. Absolutely. Teaching yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. You know, and it's a good thing too, because you know, I'm, I'm just as guilty that, you know, I rode, and I think I probably told that story last year that, you know, I rode motorcycle for many years and, um, I ended up taking that course and, and that was, I think that was probably back in, I think if I remember it was like 2005, 2006, something like that. I took the class and it, it really woke me up to realize just how to be a more efficient rider. And I think that, you know, even doing it every year or every other year, you know, it kind of brings you back to the same standards as even the snowmobile industry. You know, as the sleds change, you have to learn how to re-ride that snowmobile, even though it's still in the same snow and you're going to the same mountains, but the chassis change, the weight transfer changes, and the motorcycles are the same way. You got the power changes, the way that it handles changes. Now you got ABS brakes. They may, you know, locate the... um, the tour pack different or something. Right. And now you have to compensate for that. So taking that refresher course, even though you're a skilled rider, but you're still getting used to, if you bought a new bike or, you know, you just purchased a newer, right. it doesn't have to be brand new, but it's probably newer than the one that you had before right. that it's a refresher course and how to handle it and, in and, and everything else. And I think it's just good, proper etiquette that to take that refresher course, that it, it only makes you a more better offensive and defensive driver. Right. Well, and for the passenger too. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely. A better for the to be more defensive yeah. and offense for your passenger. Yeah. Well, first off, I'll save a spot for June 11th for both of you guys. Yeah. So come absolutely. On over. Yeah. I would love to yeah. take that class. Come yeah, on think, over. Yeah. And then also, we're looking at. I'm trying to transition into doing two up riding in that advanced course, mm-hmm. which help train the passenger on where to lean, how to lean, what to do, and what to expect, and what not to do. Yeah, and what mm-hmm. not to do is huge. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully I can get that organized in time for this summer's class. I still got a little ways to go yet, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's something important and it's something that's been requested for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And it's good to see too, that so many people keep reaching out and, and as 
again, you know, even back when I got involved with, you know, a bait and uh, teaming up with you guys. And that was again in the early 2000s. Right. And how I've seen just your facility, it, the the parking lot got bigger. Yeah. The, the, the bikes, you know, before I remember you'd pull out and there's probably 10, 12 bikes getting ready for your class. Now yeah. when you roll up and you watch and there's probably there's what, a, 20, 30, over 30 at least. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like the yeah. classes are getting bigger. The parking lot got right. bigger, you know, and it's just, it's how it's growing. It's, it's yeah. awesome to see our, that. Our facility in Bismarck here is awesome. It really is. We've got a lot of bikes. We, the most students we can take in a class is 12. It's just part of the regulations with uh, motorcycle safety foundation. And it works out really well. Our bikes are all really good. You break one of our bikes, I'll go get you another one. That's how it works. You break that one, I'll get you another one. You break the third one though. We might have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> but, Start paying you know, more attention. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So it does happen, but yeah, uh, we also own our facility in West Fargo now too. So we purchased that, and that's a very nice facility too. Uh, we have, I think, 15, 18 bikes in, in West Fargo that we rotate through the course of the summer too. So mm-hmm. we're busy. We travel to Williston. Uh, we go to Jamestown for a week, Dickinson for a week. Uh, even spend some time in Grand Forks uh, for the ERC, the experience class for the Air Force personnel up there. So uh, that works out well for everybody. So it's a it's a busy summer. Mm-hmm. We go right through the early part of September until the snow flies, or it just gets cold and miserable for people to sign up to. So do you mostly guys just do on the weekends, or because no. I mean, you, you guys have to do during the week too. Because yeah. I mean, you would never have a life. Yeah, we're seven days a week, and I do not yeah. have a life even starting now right into late September. Wow, uh, it's seven days a week. Last summer, I personally taught. I think it was fifty six or fifty eight oh, courses. Geez. Yeah, so I'm never home. You're busy. Yeah, yeah. never home. Um, something I believe in. That's good. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but are you guys? You guys, you guys aren't state funded, are you? We are funded. Uh, the state, every time you register a motorcycle in North Dakota, $10 sure. of that okay. goes towards education. Um, and there's a pool of money that we can draw from to pay the expenses of the classes. Yeah. So we are state funded. The $125 registration for the BRC, that helps pay our funds also. Sure, yeah. So. And I was just kind of going, I was just asking from a standpoint where like, if we have that many, I guess, diligent riders that are concerned about being good riders being able to float your entire program i mean that says something about the riders within our state that they care that much that they can you know support right yeah but so well, I just, the legislation i think it was back in the early 90s because uh, you guys do not have low overhead no, we do not. We're expensive habits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the 90s, legislation came through that it said the state would pay for all expenses towards motorcycle education. And that's where that $10 comes in to, is to pay those expenses. And and it built up over the years, and now yeah. we have that pool of money to, to work from, which helps out immensely, keeps, our, keeps us going. Mm-hmm. I mean, last summer I think we put through 1,400 people in the state uh, awesome. of people in our classes, and that's yeah. a phenomenal number, you know the minimum amount of people we have teaching the classes in bismarck here we only have three guys counting myself uh fargo i think we're seven or eight not many so that's a lot of state to cover with just those few people right so no wonder when you said you don't have a life i don't yeah yeah. (laughs) i I have several motorcycles and i don't get to ride them to myself other than going to the office and from the office and by the time i get home i don't want to look at a motorcycle yeah Yeah. (laughs) dang it 
And it's kind of true too, because sometimes that's even that's how it is. Even like for me, by the time it seems like by the time Sturgis comes and it's oh. that last jump of rush of hurry up, get my bike in, spare, yeah. you know, tire oil change, yeah. all that. That when Sturgis comes, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> don't wanna, I'm biked out. Don't even want to hear a twin cam. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad, that's right. bad place to be. Honestly, yeah. so I get it. I, yeah. I respect that. Uh, you know, my personal bikes are way different than what we're training with, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use Kawasaki 125s and some Suzuki uh, GZ250s. Well, I'm not riding a 125 around town or out in the highway, guys. You know, yeah. it's a whole different thing. But right. I'm really good on a 125, man. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe so, that's the one I should learn to wheelie on. Yeah. Start good small. Luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. You'd probably be surprised. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think it, this is probably crossing everybody's mind, but. Do you get a lot of uh, wrecks? I mean, do you get where people come out there and you just got to tell them, like, hey, you're just not meant to be on two wheels. Get I, out here. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, really? Yeah. It, do you see that quite a bit? Yeah. Or is it more like, you know, it's just, it's just not your time? Or is it you're just not made to be on a bike? Well, I try never to say you're not <laughs> meant to be on a bike. But, you know, this, um from a safe have, aspect, yeah, yeah probably not. Yeah, we have, we have crashes all the time on the range, and they aren't, you know, we're going anywhere from 7 miles an hour to 15, 18 miles an hour, so, but you can still get pretty hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, 10 miles an hour yeah. can hurt. Yeah. But people don't realize it, and a lot of the younger guys don't respect that, which is wrong. But, mm. you know, I there are people that were just not meant to ride motorcycle, and the, we work with them as much as we can. And at some point we just have some talks, you know, how are you doing? How do you think you're doing compared to everybody else? Uh, that kind of th- stuff. And mm-hmm. sometimes they we just help them decide not to be there anymore. And riding motorcycle isn't meant for them. Mm-hmm. But yet a lot of people show up, buy a bike before they come and take the class, spending 12, 15, $20,000 on a motorcycle and really have no clue how to ride it. And I had that happen with me in Jamestown. Well, she got $18,000 heritage. I think she said she bought, well, it's too big. So I'm going to go buy another one tomorrow. <laughs> so she went and bought another one. She's sitting with two bikes and never did pass my class. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> and that makes it tough. Oh, it does. And, and you know, and the thing about that is, is some people, you know, and again, maybe it's not that she probably wasn't, maybe able to ride or maybe it just wasn't her time just you know wasn't ready, yeah. and it's like it, just go practice let's try it again next year um yeah. but you should probably know first before you, you should spend that <laughs> invest that kind of money yeah and we recommend that all the time you know come take our class before you go buy a bike and see what you like and maybe mm-hmm. you know you're you want a one of the sport bikes the crotch rockets and oh they look so cool and they go so fast wow well we put you on a, a cruiser type bike a relaxed setting, your knees aren't bent, you're not leaning forward, and all of a sudden they're going, well, I think I can change my mind on mm-hmm. model a bike, mm-hmm. which is awesome. You know, people have the right to change their minds, but uh, we work with anything and everything we can. Right. Do you, now on something like that, I mean, you have to look out or look at the point of it's, you're not just using your judgment to say that you're just not made to ride, but you have to use your judgment because you got to look out for their safety and everybody else around to where right. is if you're skittish and you're not, you know, and I usually tell like, um, I, 
tell my employees and everybody else this that if if you're going to do something you got to own it yeah. you got to own it because yeah. if you go in and you're you're half you know even just curious or you're just shy or you're just you're not in it all the way um uh, i i go shooting a lot too and right. i've got stepkids that i take with and it's usually the same thing too i'm like okay hey, you tell them I'm like before you do anything you when you grab this gun, you you gotta own it because you gotta you're committed. gotta be in charge yeah, and you have to be a hundred percent. And a motorcycle is the same way too. People sure. can get hurt. You can get hurt. Other people can get hurt. Right. Um. So to to go into it, if you don't have that hundred percent confidence right. and and you know take the bull by the horns, right. And you get scared. Mm. Yeah, that could that could be your life, the, right. the rider's life. It could be somebody else's that you can make that simple little mistake right. and people could get hurt. Well, with our classes, we start like you've never sat on a bike before. It's here's how you get on, here's how you get off, here's how you move it, and here's how you stop it. Then we get on it, and we literally walk with it for a while in first gear, just real slow, getting used to that. Because a lot of people haven't been on a bike for 20, 30 years, even mm-hmm. a bicycle, a pedal bike. So gradually we pick up our feet, and we ride at a slow pace, eventually shifting to second. Our main goal is to keep everybody safe, mm-hmm. uh, especially on our range. And if you're having serious issues where you can't control a bike or pick up your feet to ride it, you might be endangering this guy's life right. or that guy's life or wanting to run over me. Mm-hmm. And I don't need that. I'm too no. old for that. Yeah. It takes longer to heal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have cat-like reflexes anymore. Not so much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's more slow-mo. <laughs> yep, that's it. You've watched me. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's like putting an action movie in slow-mo. That's yeah. about how I move. <laughs> so we can, and you know, you're kind of explaining, so like these these new, you know, people that come in that have absolutely no experience, um, and you were kind of explaining what they expect, you know, they, and I remember too, you, you get on the course, you sit on the bike, you don't even start it. You, you put your feet down, you, you get comfortable sitting on the bike, just, you know, knowing the gravity, the self-center yeah. part of it. And you, you ease into it slowly, step right. by step. And right. you were saying, I know like with your feet out, you let the clutch out for like five, 10 feet yeah, or something like that. Right. And you, you stop again. So you guys really work um step by step on on the clutch i mean i remember two sitting there and i think back then janet was teaching or maybe she just came out on on that uh time when i went took the class just to pick on me or maybe i needed a second Um, you don't uh, want her teaching the class no yeah janet's a sweetheart (laughs) but don't ever make her mad no don't make janet mad (laughs) yeah and uh i remember sitting on the bike and and you just you hold your feet out and you don't the bike you just ease the clutch out and you just rock it back and forth. So, I mean, you guys teach such detail from start to finish. You don't just say, okay, here's a bike. You good? Okay. Let the clutch out and push them. Like you were taught how to pedal a bike back in the day. Like you guys really step by step and it's so precise and detailed that it's it's a great course yeah you know and i got to give credit to the motorcycle safety foundation they're the people that designed the course that we're using and we're all nationally certified we can go any place in the country teach this very same course and any place you go in the country is teaching that exact same way the second thing is my rider coaches working for us in the state they're awesome uh they will do exactly the way i want them done and they'll do it the exact every time uh yeah there's always some verbiage changes through coach to coach but technique wise all the same 
we don't move on from that rocking section until people are comfortable with it. And then we move on to the power walking. That's where we walk with it, gradually picking up your feet. So even if you've never been familiar with operating a manual transmission car, this kicks on and you catch on pretty quick. A lot of people do. But, you know, when you get to the point where you're afraid to pick up your feet, well, guess what? You're going to have to pick up your feet to ride on the street. Right. And then the speed-wise, people, some people are just afraid, oh, I'm going too fast now. Well, you're going 10 miles an hour. Think about it. Look at the traffic out on the street. You yeah. Think you're going to be okay out there. So, you know, there's all those conversations and things we have to watch for. With, with 12 bikes running at a time, uh, we have a tendency to have to talk kind of loud, so... Usually, you know, after two, three weeks on the range, I can project, we'll mm-hmm. call it project pretty yeah, well, yeah. and people can hear me across the range quite well. But, the, you know, there's all, our coaches, like I said, are all the same, and they're all awesome. So don't be afraid yeah. of it. So, so Go ahead. So do you just offer one variation of course? Um, so I, like, so say the course that lies, that you get a license. When you're done with, how long is that course? Uh, there's an, on, now this year we're doing online classroom sections. You don't have oh. to sit in the classroom with us anymore sure. for four or five hours. Now it's all done ahead of time. You show up on, you say it's a two days of riding now. Oh, okay. Four to five hours each day. So roughly, roughly eight to 10 hours. Yeah. Eight, 10, 12 hours, somewhere in there. So yeah. I think that's pretty, um, Hats off to the coaches and then also hats off to the training program that you can take someone that's never been on a bike before, give them this essentially crash course, and then they are essentially, I guess it's kind of, you know, give or take with some some certain riders, but to go right out in traffic, that's a huge deal. It is. Well, like, with, yeah. from, from a, a closed course to sending them out onto the road with, all sorts of different surfaces, other drivers, other bad drivers. Like that's you. That's, man, <laughs> if I'm late or something like that. Yeah. I've seen you drive. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, that but is you still true. want to keep practicing well, no matter yeah, what. You know, I mean, when, you're never going to be a hundred percent. So just because you get your license, it doesn't mean that you're, right. you, you can just go and start wheeling and, and right. raise, raise hell. But, you you know just like anything, it gives you the confidence. But it, I I still believe that you should you know on a Sunday or uh, evening um, you know that's before it's dark, go into a parking lot or an empty street and just keep practice and practice, practice yeah. and practice. practice the techniques we've given you. Um, when when people come complete our course, you know they're never experts. Mm-hmm. We never say, hey, you're awesome. Go play on Main Street. Go race people. No, that's yeah. not the point. Yeah. It's always practice some more. Uh, you can come back and take our class as many times as you want. And I've got people that take it every year just as a refresher. Mm-hmm. I had one guy take it three times in one summer before he got comfortable, which nice. is, you know, for a 50-year-old guy, that's pretty amazing that he's going to admit he needs to take it three times. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but nobody's ever an expert. Even, you know, the hundreds of thousands of miles you may have ridden motorcycle you'll always learn more mm-hmm. the riding conditions change your bike change the traffic changes the conditions potholes are yeah. just everything weather you're never an expert and you never know absolutely everything even the people that race motorcycles you know you put a motocross rider out on the street and a lot of times they're going to be really uncomfortable 
you know, in the same way back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it probably not used to being restricted in that sort yeah, of way. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I got a question. Um, obviously, um, the new dresser bagger bikes, um, become a lot more popular have you ever had someone take the course just because they bought a bagger and they felt uncomfortable with that bigger bike absolutely yeah absolutely um you know our our 125 250 isn't going to help you much in that but we no. can refine your techniques sure in the basic what we recommend is they come in and take that advanced course on your bike yep bring that new bagger out and let us work with you on that let us help so you understand the balance the center of gravity on yeah. that the braking, which is different. And just because you got ABS doesn't mean you can use just one brake for (laughs) crying out loud, Mm -hmm. you know, use both brakes. Uh, don't rely on that ABS, learn how to apply brakes correctly. Uh, so in case the ABS does go out on you, who knows? Yeah. You never know. Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of maybe full circle on those big bikes. (laughs) on being a better rider because a, the bike's more expensive. B, if you lay them down, you're going to damage more parts. And then, C, it's just a, a straight-up bigger bike to try to handle. That's right. So it's like, yeah. so maybe uh, kind of refining your skills would, would right. go a long ways on that style bike. Right. You know, in, in the advanced course, I've, yeah, we don't want you to lay your bike down. That's not the point. We discourage you from that because i got to help you pick it up. Right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it never happens, but usually – when bikes fall down in the advanced course, it's at a slow speed U-turn. Oh, yeah. And then it's just ease it to the ground type yeah. thing. So, you know, people are afraid to take that advanced course, which is a shame because two reasons. They don't want to drop their bike and possibly because they don't want to find out what they don't know. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm an awesome rider. I don't need this. But That's a terrible attitude. But It is. Yeah. But, you know, I understand it. They don't want to look bad in front of their friends. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It could save your life or yeah. your passenger's life. Right. But even that simple mistake probably could teach the next person that is at that course or class. And if right. that person would see it, um, I know it's kind of a bad thing to say, but you could probably teach that person on what to do and not to do just by your mistake that you made right. in the error that you uh, created. Right. But there's never, there's never wrong or right. You know, it's right. just like anything in life. You, you make mistakes, you learn from it right. and, and it only betters yourself. Yeah. So even though, yeah, you probably would financially would, and maybe your pride a little bit, but now you know what not to do. And right. it's going to make you a better writer to, you know, not go down those circumstances right. again. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to do the advanced course, it's only 50 bucks. And if you're an abate member, yeah, we refund that 50 bucks to you. I mean, so it's financially, it's not a big strap on your pocketbook. Uh, it, it's in all, like I said, it's a, it's a good time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I enjoy teaching it, no right. doubt about it. And, uh, so now do you guys have to, so you as a teacher, do you, is there special courses that you have to attend and stuff to keep like updating and teaching you new things and everything else. So is there any training that you go through or, or well, isn't there? Well, I'm the executive director for Beta North Dakota and I'm a rider coach trainer. Now in the United States, there's, you know, maybe 10,000 rider coaches that teach classes. And then there's a hundred to 200 rider coach trainers that teach the rider coaches how to do this and give them updates on new material. So my job as executive director for Abate is not only take care of Abate, but also keep the rider coaches in this state abreast with all new stuff. So we're going to do 
a rider coach update at the end of April. Uh, we're going to go to West Fargo where most of the coaches are, take all three of us to Fargo to do mm-hmm. it. And uh, we'll sit down for two days and discuss everything, make sure everybody's on the same page and make sure we're doing the newest and latest stuff. So we're in line with what Motorcycle Safety Foundation wants. So do you guys have to ride and actually physically ride the motorcycle to pass a, like a class or anything? Or is it all just basically like school and it's just paper and books? No, it's actually ride. It's a rider course. We're in order to become a rider coach, you know, to pass our course as a student, you have so many points you can get on the test to pass. Mm-hmm. You get one more, you fail. With, uh, to become a rider coach, you get half as many points to work with. And to become a trainer, you can only have like two points or something, and then you fail. It was like, yeah, you don't want to fail. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to fail. Man. It's never good. Yeah. So to become, you know, an abate member, um, let's talk a little bit about that. Which reminds me, I got to check and see if I'm even, I think mine expired actually. I got to look into that. But you don't have to be a motorcyclist to be an abate member. If Even if you just support or even want to help with abate, you can become a member and, and pay dues or whatever. Right. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, that with well, the abate? You know, we, like I said, we have 14, 1,500 members in the state. No, they don't all have motorcycles. No, they don't all. A lot of people don't even want to ride. Uh, they believe in uh, the right of choice, the right for the laws that we're working towards. Uh, anybody, everybody, all walks of life, 14 years old till whatever. And, uh, it's $25 a year is all it is. Mm-hmm. You get $4,000 of accidental death and dismemberment insurance. You get a newsletter, uh, that says about all the rides and all, all the things going on in the state state. So it's worth the money. Yeah, it is. Plus what's nice about it is <laughs> if you break down anywhere in North Dakota, Lonnie will personally come in. And well, um, get your bike. Um, remember, I'm a busy guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> might, be, might be sitting there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. promises. Yeah. No promises. Yeah. I've broken down before. Nobody came and rescued me like that. I called myself. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, they didn't know you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got your number now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to be a member, you know, or just even to pay your dues. Just like you said, it goes to a good cause. Oh, it and, does. And it, so just like anything else, you're just, um, you're funding an organization and it's, it really is. It goes towards a good cause. Yeah, twenty five dollars is nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, two, three cups of coffee, you know. It's yeah, what it is. or one Starbucks. Or I mean, one it, Starbucks. Yeah, so there you go. There we're advertising for them. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> even if even if you don't have a bike and and you're not a uh, motorcyclist, if you still want to help out, become a member. It's all going to a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, hopefully that. I don't know if there's anything else we want to cover for the abate part of it, but you can still sign up. You can go so online, right? You can register online. Online right? register at uh, ndmsp.com. It's the first letters of North Dakota motorcycle safety program. And it's, and it's first come first serve, correct? Yeah, so unless you, can, you want to specifically, <laughs> if you, with your job schedule, if you want to schedule something towards the end of the season, but normally it's, it's first come first serve, right? It, absolutely. Uh, like I said, right now I have very, little available because may is totally filled up and i have to get my rider coaches schedules before i can do june or july or august or a little bit of september so we will open up classes as my coaches give me their schedules and we'll open them up across the state so if you get to the website nothing's available check back again Mm -hmm. i mean it's well worth it it's again 
125 bucks is nothing if it oh, yeah. saves your life and helps yeah. you get your license. Yeah. Now, just because yeah. you come through our class doesn't mean you get your license either. You still have to take the permit test with Correct. the state of North Dakota. Permit test, 25-question test you do on a computer at your local DMV. And uh, study their book, it's usually not a problem. But I've had people that have failed that eight times in a row because they never opened the North Dakota State book and yeah. looked at it. So thought, five. Thought they I knew. failed it five. Yeah. Five See? times. Twice when I uh, first got my first rocket when I was like 17. And then I'm not sure what happened. If it lapsed, I never got my license. It must have lapsed. So I had to re, when I got my bagger, I had to re, um, retest and it took me three times. So are you, are you proud of yourself? No. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just because you never opened the book. I, even the second and like <laughs> I did open the book. I just uh-huh. <laughs> trick questions. Oh. Like they were out to get me. Just skip the ones they, you don't know. They gave me the toughest questions. Yeah. I know they did. Oh, yeah. Only you. <laughs> yeah. 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 They yeah. knew you were coming. If you're I struggled the, though. Yeah, if you're but, taking the state permit test, skip the questions you don't know. But and when you get to the end, if you if it needs to come back to them, you will. But as yeah. soon as you get twenty right, you pass. Yeah. And as soon as you get six wrong, yeah, you're you out. Fail. Of yeah. Felt so like you did I, it wrong. Felt right? like I graduated yeah. college you, when I hit yeah, that twenty question it. mark. <laughs> I was like, prior to that, you got to question eight and you were done. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I uh, yeah. I walked out of there and I was just smiling from ear to ear, and all the girls behind the desk were like, "He's finally this kid passed." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were that you were that kid in class where they're just like, "Let's just pass him." Yeah, they like, feel bad, poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> but no, those, they were good questions. So I, yeah. I, it'd be different if if it was a breeze to get through that. Yeah. So they were, you know, made you think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, critical knowledge that you need to know. It really is. And and their questions actually come from the Motorcycle Safety Foundation, only they're worded kind of strange. So mm-hmm. take your time, read the question That's, two or three yeah. times. And, and, then, and if you still don't get it, skip the question and go on. There's yeah. a few where all the answers were right. You just yeah. have to pick the most right one. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I will have to say again, uh, I'm a huge yeah. uh, member of, of a bay. I've always helped out with you guys since I started doing um, with Dakota Customs. Uh, thank God for Janice. Uh, at first I didn't, you know, I, I was new to the whole thing, but Janice was on me. If like I said, or Janet, if anybody knows Janet, she's, she's very persuasive. Um, and so finally, uh, I, I got involved with the abate and I absolutely been, I think that was like early two thousands when I, I became a member and I, I tell everybody, you know, not only am I a member, but I've taken the course and hats off to you guys i mean i i can sit here and promote it just because i've i've taken i've done it it's it's a great course you do learn a lot even if you think you do you're gonna learn again it's just it's it's a great course i can't i can't stress that enough so if you're even thinking about it even interested refresh to just to brighten up your skills again take the course and i greatly appreciate that man i really and, and mm-hmm. janet uh, believe it or not janet works for me mm-hmm. which is hard for her to admit but right but uh <laughs> she is awesome she and, is and the downside is janet says she's going to retire uh she's talking about maybe next year next spring retiring well i'm going to flatten her tires or something I so think she so. can't go anywhere is that yeah. even possible though she she doesn't seem like the retired type well i think she just doesn't want to have to come in yeah so she'll still do things for us but from home yeah yeah yeah, sure she will (laughs) yeah no janet's a great she's a great gal she'll probably get that 
course completed before we head back down to the Black Hills. Yeah. Seen some uh, questionable maneuvers out of you yeah. down there. Uh, also, I've seen your attempt to a burnout. So do you guys teach that? No. Can you guys teach no. somebody how to do a burnout? No. You would. No. <laughs> no. You failed at it miserably, but oh, that's man. okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. There's no class No that. class on that, how to properly do a burnout <laughs> no. in or, public. I'm not even going to explain myself. <laughs> or, or riding on one wheel. No, yeah. we don't do that yeah. either. Sat, we, you know, we, the, the thing is, Rob, it wasn't just me to see it. Like, there was three of us. The we whole, all witnessed it. No, like the whole bar side. Yeah. Was, it, was it recorded, Rob? Thank I God, no. Somebody probably did. No, it's all right. It's got to the point. So it was, <laughs> we're at, we're in the Black Hills, 6,000 feet, air-cooled bikes. Oh, yeah, they don't yeah. run that well. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. hot day. Yeah. This was at a, a notable, a notable venue where there's lots of burnouts <clears throat> being taken place. There's a ton of rubber on the road, hot, tacky rubber. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes your bike just doesn't hook so, up at 6,000 feet. So you're so saying the, other bikes had done burnouts in the same spot you in were much cooler to. weather yeah, with, that yeah, we, it was that probably, with, well, there's probably dew on the road. So that's why they were able to spin the tires. <laughs> that Definitely was, had nothing to do with my bike making not sufficient power yeah, sure. or rider ability <laughs> and by any means. Just so you know, Rob, that wasn't rubber. That was called tar strips. <laughs> there was rubber there from other bikes. <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we'll get that down to a pack this year though so so when you go back this year you're i'm gonna just not going to do a burnout there i'm going to find a better surface yeah we'll start save it. myself the embarrassment yeah. do it up the street not yeah not in did, front of, in did you come back and rebuild your bike so it had more power no you just want lower elevation oh, yeah lower elevation <laughs> <laughs> need a clutch Blaming, ball from that deal yeah blaming the elevation yeah All right. but yeah. Hey, that's all right. I was riding the whole time thinking my bike was programmed. And come to find out, it was the stock. Because uh, I'm like, man, this thing sucks. I I know I put cams in this thing. I, I could swear I did. But I'm like, man, it's got no power. And then we got back home here and I started going through my paperwork. And I'm like, oh, wrong bike. It's, yeah. It was bone stock. Yeah. So here, I thought mine was tuned up and yeah. it was not tuned up at all. So. Yeah whatever that's the downside of having multiple bikes yeah well we got it down this time so (laughs) yeah bike runs good yeah so we'll we'll have to re reenact that this year down looking uh, looking forward to it and if you're doing burnouts out down there you know don't blow a clutch i mean that would suck oh i came darn close close. yeah yeah it uh it's i definitely heard it it's a a long walk back to bismarck (laughs) it would have been a long (laughs) long push up the hill to our lodge We'll have to, uh, we'll get on video and then, uh, we'll, you'll redeem yourself. Oh, we'll get a good one on yeah. video for oh, sure. The sure. lower elevation. Yeah, only yeah. after the course, after you take <laughs> yeah. the course. Yeah. Yep. Take That's the course why we got to take it so I can get June redemption. 11th, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Lonnie, thanks. Um, uh, I do want to, uh, reach out to the people, uh, last weekend at the Freedom Riders bike show and all the winnings and trophies that everybody won. It was a great turnout. Um, I do believe too, that even the, um, uh, for the uh, disabled veterans that they raised, I not a hundred percent, but I think it was like seventy five thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah. So even congrats to the Freedom Riders yeah. on uh, you know for a motorcycle uh, a club that um, they did what they did to raise the money and um, help support stuff like that too. So again, uh, even to the people that uh, won trophies, um, and I have to do one specific to Dave. Um, Awesome job on the um, brand new road glide that we built for you. You took first place, so it felt good to see that go across the stage too. So 
Um, again, I want to I want to give a big shout out to uh, everybody in that deal. Uh, and again, check out the abate if you if you want to learn or just sharpen your skills. Sign up if you want to become a member. Go on and uh, register, become a member. It goes to a good cause. And um, watch out for the future bikers that are out there and um if you see one acting up don't don't get a hold of lonnie and, and let him know that's not his yeah. job yeah, give me a call yeah what the heck it wouldn't, be the, yeah, it wouldn't be the first one so whatever first. Yeah. or email me like, yeah. I, I remember watching the seminar and this guy would always say he's like well there's another email yeah. you know so uh but again lonnie thanks uh i appreciate everybody for listening again uh, check us out, uh, Dakota Customs with a K and a Z dot com, our website. Check out our Facebook, our Instagram. If you have any comments, please feel free uh, drop us a message. If there's anything you want us to talk about or any comments on um, our podcast that we've done, again, feel free uh, drop a comment. We'll try to answer what we can. And um, thanks for listening. And again, Lonnie, thanks guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Really appreciate bringing the attention to this. It makes a big difference. Keep people alive. Keep them safe. That's what it's all about. Enjoy the life of riding motorcycle. Yeah, and be ride and be safe. And uh, give Janet a big hug for me. She deserves it. Man, (laughs) don't tell her that. (laughs) Uh, Janet's such a sweetheart. So yeah, uh, give her a big hug from us. And again, everybody, thanks for listening. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio. Also available on demand with the Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio, presented by Dakota Customs, a full service custom garage on the strip in Mandan.